That's exactly right. The man himself. And Pete, one of the biggest questions I reckon that's on, well, certainly it's on my mind, Glenn's mind, and many Melburnians and many of those around the world, is what's the future of news broadcasting going to look like, say, in the next five to ten years or beyond ten years? What do you think it's going to look like? I think think it's a wonderful question. Um, And, of course, as we know, things like pandemics come along and they're unpredictable and you you don't really know what's around the corner. One of the things that's happened that I think is interesting is that um, while Netflix and live streaming and Stan and all the other outlets uh, provide people with binge-watching opportunities, what's come back into our lives a little bit is free-to-air and free-to-air news because our news is, is created for Melbourne and Victoria, and it's made here. And mm. it gives people an opportunity to just have a look at what's going on. So I think, surprisingly, surprising as it may seem, there's a bit of a resurgence in numbers of audience for kind of traditional media. And as you and I uh, have said uh, off-air, Gianna, mm. um, in some ways news bulletins haven't really changed that much. But uh, but hopefully yeah. they are fulfilling fulfilling a need. As far as as far as news is available... See, the thing is, news is available everywhere. Mm. Uh, you can get it on your phone, you get it on your iPad and on, on your MacBook Pro. It's, it's just ever-present. Um, mm. And people are now prepared to pay for uh, the paywall to get through the paywall and be able to have a look at the news online. Uh, but I'm hopeful that there'll always be room for live human beings presenting the news uh, because it's something, you know especially in times of lockdown, it's just nice to be able to relate to other living beings. And yeah. uh, that's what yeah. I'm trying to do. Have, uh, have, I, have I taken this off the, the printed page here? I didn't mean to. But, <laughs> no, but, you, you know, you've answered I, it well. I love how you said, you know, it's good that human beings are reading the news. Do you think there'll be AI, <laughs> artificial intelligence, reading the news one day? <laughs> oh, no, I hope not. Couldn't stand it. Although we now have Siri answering the phone for us, so who knows? <laughs> <laughs> you never know, you never know. We have um, a question, actually a couple of questions from uh, listener Ziggy, who also is a, one of our regulars on the station, as well as Jim. And they've asked similar questions on our Facebook page in relation to the late Brian Naylor from Channel 9. They would mm. love to know, what's your favourite memory of him? Oh, Brian. Brian was so full of beans and full of life and was wonderful to work with. Um, he, of course, uh, started his career on radio uh, and then uh, went to Channel 7 in the early days uh, and was Brian and the Juniors, which he hosted. Uh, he was very, uh, very suave and and uh, always just beautifully groomed and wore great clothes and things. And then he came to Channel 9 in 1978 and uh, I worked as his deputy for 20 years. Um, I'd been working for Eric Pierce before that, so I've... I've worked with two of the greats there, uh, and uh, wow. Brian was just terrific. He was inspiring. He did a he did a fabulous job. Uh, in, very different from Sir Eric, very different style, but he really connected with people, and uh, that was apparent all his life. Um, sadly, he passed away. He and Moiri, as we know, his wife passed away in the Black Saturday bushfires, yeah. and um, uh, we Tony Jones, another of my long-time friends here at Channel 9 and I and Tony, of course, worked with Brian as well. We were up not far from their place the next day uh, up uh, and, and heard about their, their passing. And so mm. it's, a, it's a very... 
a very sad time every year when when the anniversary of the fires comes around. You just yeah. you just remember those times. But uh, he was a wonderful man, much loved. And um, whenever I think of him and Moiré, I also think of everyone else who passed away in the bushfires and uh, their families. It's a terrible time in our in our lives, and sadly, that's that is part of life in our mm. on our continent. But uh, anyway, Peter, thanks for yeah, sharing your memories. We appreciate that. Um, Peter, we'd like to, uh, just before we go, we thought we might do yeah. one of those quick fire quizzes where we put like 30 seconds on the clock oh. and, uh, and right. try and get through as many questions as we possibly can. How's that? Hey, sounds wonderful. Let's All right. give it a crack. And I have actually put together a nice little intro for you as well. I did this myself. Oh. Are you ready? You legend, you legend. Thank you. Get it to know, Hitch. Get it to know about you. Yes. You need to play that again for Hitch, please, right. and for me, and get for everyone. Get to know, <laughs> Hitch, get to know all about you. Yeah. Oh. Never going to live that down, am I? <laughs> no, oh, never. That, that falsetto is glorious. Never <laughs> car, eat your heart out. <laughs> Thank you. All right, here we go. 30 seconds on the clock. And mm. time starts now. Drive or public transport? I love public transport. I'm giving it a bit of a rest at the moment in these COVID times. Yes, yes. Okay, favourite holiday destination? Uh, I love Japan. I'm also giving that a rest at the moment <laughs> too because of COVID. Best concert you've ever been to? Uh, the best or the first? Or the worst? Best. Um, Let's go the best. <laughs> well, the most memorable would have to be the Beatles. I went. To, I saw the Beatles on stage Hang on, stop at the, the clock. festival hall in Brisbane. You saw the Beatles. <laughs> Oh. I saw the Beatles and wow. I saw John, Paul, George and Ringo. It was that uh, that the lineup OGs. in Brisbane. Yes, it was it was that lineup in Brisbane uh, and and I think there was a slightly different lineup here in Melbourne but I saw them in Brisbane and that's a concert I will never oh, forget. I've seen wow. lots of things since. Um, I've been to all sorts of concerts since then. <laughs> Lenny Kravitz, <laughs> and Bob Marley and the Whalers, and the list goes on. But, oh. yeah, it's, it's all good fun. Oh, <laughs> awesome. Let's What's your favourite AFL team? St Kilda. All right. Nice. Are you Mac or PC? Uh, Mac. Absolutely Mac. Oh, don't get me started on PC. <laughs> uh, I'm trying good to, good I'm choice. Trying to export, I'm trying to export some Excel spreadsheets at the moment from my Mac and it says, oh, I don't like this much. And I can understand <laughs> it. <laughs> I, I feel you, I feel you. Okay, your favourite restaurant in Melbourne, if you had to choose, which one would it be? Oh, gosh, that is such a great question. Oh, I quite like Coco at Crown as a Yum. special yep. occasion restaurant. But mm-hmm. I, I'm at least, but I'm again giving that a miss, of course, because of COVID. <laughs> okay, we'll oh, give God. you one more question, Peter. If you could sit yes. down and have a coffee with anybody whether they're um, alive or passed away, who would it be? Glenn and Gianna after tonight. That's who I want to have a coffee with. The minute this is all over, we're catching up. You're coming into the studio. We're going to have pictures of you on the news set and we'll have our coffee because we deserve it, all right? All right. Love it. We're going to hold you to that. I've always wanted to come and check out a TV studio, so that sounds great. Yeah, come in. Come in and see us once. Once it all opens up again, please do. Peter, thank you so much for your time. We've uh, found out so much about you. We've had a lot of fun. We've, um, uh, well, as my song just said, we... Uh... Get it to know, <laughs> Hitch. Get it to know all about you. <laughs> and we hope we can speak to you soon, Peter. Thank you so much. You're the best. Have a wonderful night. Thank you.